Let's go. Welcome to Citizen. We got a very special guest today, uh, Donnie Reese from War Hippies, which is uh, that's a good name for a band. Yes, it is. It's a great name for a band. Great dichotomy. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, the band is you and Scooter Brown. Uh, tell me a little bit about you, the both of you, uh, and how you guys hooked up. Tell me about your personal background and then how you guys got together and started this band. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I was um, uh, so. Uh, long story short, I was in the I was in a on a full scholarship uh, to college. I went to Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. Uh, towers went down. I uh, gave my scholarship back. Uh, uh, joined up in the army. Uh, went to Iraq in 2004 with the first ID, uh, and uh, and then came back. Got got back into music. Been doing it ever since. Uh, I met Scott in Nashville uh, a few years ago, and. Uh, the uh, um, and then found out that he was a uh, Marine Corps combat veteran. He served with the first LAR on uh, the invasion in 2003, and uh, we we linked up and uh, and started playing music. And li- literally, the rest is history. Just we had a great chemistry, and that's how we got together. Um, so you, uh, Miami of Ohio. That's uh, isn't that where Roethlisberger went to school? It is where Roethlisberger went to school. And it's funny that you say that because I just ran into him in Aspen. I hadn't seen him in 21 years. We walked into Kimasabi. It's, uh, it's uh, like a high-end hat store and, uh, and like like boutique clothing store in uh, in Aspen. And walked in the, the, the owners and the, the, the manager there are all uh, Miami University graduates as well. And I walked in and I happened to see Ben standing there. And uh, we caught up and ended up running into him like three more times that day and then exchanged cell phone numbers and uh, uh, been, been, been talking since. That's cool, man. Uh, so you guys, uh, you're out of Nashville. Um, I'm, I, like, I like that city. It's all right. It's like, uh, you know, yeah, kind of like if, <laughs> if Austin sucked, you know. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's great. It, it, it's kind of small. It's like all the uh, there's so much touristy stuff in the downtown area, um, but we yeah. get we get that here too. Um, how long how long have you been in Nashville? I've been in and out for about 15 years. I've lived here full time for almost 10. <clears throat> and what made you decide to go there? Just the music scene? Yeah, just the music scene. I mean, it's honestly, uh, you know, I'm from you know being born and raised in Ohio. Uh, my family's still all up in Ohio, but there's there's just no there's no infrastructure for music, not 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 in a, in a at a large on a large scale infrastructure. But anyways, yeah, for sure. Um, so let's let's go back to your uh, what, what were you on a scholarship for? Just out of curiosity, um, I was uh, on a full ride um, for the violin. Mm. I am a violin, believe it or not. Is uh, is that is that violinist. is that what, how, what you say violinist or fiddler? Yeah, I guess a fiddle is technically a different <laughs> instrument, right? No, it's the same thing. The uh, my mom used to say when I was growing up, she, people would ask her what the difference was, and she'd say Carnegie Hall and Hee Hall. <laughs> yeah, that sounds <laughs> so, right. Yeah, but that's just the way you play it. That's it. But I was classically trained for sure. Um, and that's cool. So, uh, grew up in Southern Ohio. Tell me a little bit about. I guess walk me through um, the process of deciding to leave college to go to the military. I mean, obviously, a lot of us 
to join a lot of us joined because of 9-11 but um what what was going through your mind at the time what was the i guess what compelled you to to leave what you were doing and go fight well i think it was a combination of of a lot of things i mean you know if i wouldn't have had a scholarship to college uh, you know i wouldn't have gone i was i, I grew up blue collar um you know building and mechanicing and just I really didn't like school, but I, I found a love uh, and, and a passion for for music and the violin. So, uh, I mean, I, I was I was given it a, a shot, and uh, I was already teetering on on leaving. Since you know, my grandpa my grandpa was a marine. Uh, my uncle uh, my uncle uh, Michael Jimmy was a marine. My uncle Tony did two tours in Vietnam as a marine. And my great uncle Donald landed on the beaches of Normandy, uh, and you know, and so it just kind of had a, a military history in my family. And, and I had recently read, um, believe it or not, I had recently read Black Hawk Down and then that movie came out. And honestly, I was, I was unaware, uh, uh, you know, just as a lot of people are just of the conflicts and all the different things that are going on and the need uh, for, for, uh, you know, good men to, to step in and do, and do something. So, you know, I was, and then nine 11 was just, you know, that was just a straw that broke the camel's back. You know, it was like it, it, you, I didn't really need any, you know, any I mean, anything else than that, honestly. Um, and now, you know, I guess looking back on it years later, um, doesn't it doesn't really seem like we got most of that right. You know, um, like it, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that our individual intentions were correct. Mm -hmm. You know, I think. Well, that, what do you, but, the, but end of, I, the individual. Yeah, for sure. I don't think anybody. Like, uh, I, I was the same way, you know, felt a uh, sense of duty to defend my country. But once I arrived in theater, I'm like, oh, this is stupid. Right. Um, well, let, <laughs> yes, let's yes. let's what let's get to the fighting and all that stuff. That was that was fine. But that we're not doing anything over here. Yeah, no kidding. It's like the uh, what do they say? It's a million dollar experience. You wouldn't pay a dollar for. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of that. Uh, you know, you know, the white buffalo, right? The band, are oh, yeah. familiar with them? Yeah. They have this song called oh, yeah. uh, "Wish It Was True." It's one of my favorite songs. Um, and one of the one of the uh, verses of the <clears throat> one of the verses of the song is, "Country, I was a soldier for you. I did what you asked me to. It was wrong, and you knew. Country, now I'm a stranger to you. A number, a name. It's true. Throw me away when you're through. Home of the brave and the free, the red, white, and blue. But I wish it was true. I mean, it's uh, we, we've been going through pretty pretty consistently for the last 40 or 50 years um, through this period where uh, the political class in America is kind of leveraging the patriotism of people like us to, I guess, just make oh. their friends rich. Right. And it's, uh, you know, it's difficult. People ask me a lot whether uh, I would do it again. I, I, and personally, I wouldn't, I don't like the idea of going back and changing anything in my life, but I do. I don't, I tell people now to not join the military because I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, well, I mean, especially under the you know, current circumstances, it's, um, you know, it's like I, I agree with you 100 percent. And, you know, I wouldn't change anything about my life, you know, but it's 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 an impossible it's an impossible question really to answer because when somebody asks it, because it's it's what would it would have been impossible for me to know now what I know, uh, you know, at that particular point in time. But, you know, you're exactly right. It's just uh, it, honestly, it's it just seems like a whole bunch of bullshit. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, 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 uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I agree with you. I think you're, you're touched on something there. It's like, um, 
regret doesn't really serve any purpose, I guess. You know what I mean? No. No. Well, they say, you know, I, I, you know, I like to think that, uh, you know, the past causes uh, the, so the past causes depression and the future causes anxiety. Just live in the now. Yeah. Um, And it's, yeah, we, we're certainly not doing ourselves any favor favors by, uh, by dwelling on old shit. Uh, But we also do, don't do ourselves any favor by memory holding things and forgetting they happen. You know, I mean, exactly. It's uh, so I, it's, I feel kind of uh, pulled in multiple different directions. Obviously, I want my country to be protected and strong, but um, I definitely don't want to continue contributing the best among us to this fucking bullshit. Frankly, yeah, no, absolutely right. I mean, and and it's our and it's our duty, you know, as 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 those who've gone before, you know, it's it's you know, as the elders of this of this, of this next generation to to you know, inform them of the, of the history and, and make sure that they, it doesn't get wiped out and that they understand what's going on because they're, they're not yeah. going to get told the truth by anybody else. Certainly not. And it's, know. uh, I, the other part of that is that, um, there's always some fight coming, you know what I mean? Whether it's external or internal. And I mean, a literal fight, not, not, you know, activism or anything, but, uh, there's always a fight yeah. coming. So I, I, I do wonder how we, how we push the the lessons we know about war down to the next generation without in a way that doesn't require them to go join the military and fight for stupid bullshit you know what i mean like to just yeah the, absolutely the institutional well, knowledge I- of combat is a, is an important thing to pass down from one generation to another but i i'm not really i i certainly if the military if the dod called me today and asked me to come fucking help train people for something i would tell them to go fuck themselves you know what i mean but <laughs> if, it, if an individual asked me i would obviously help them so it's it's kind of a weird dichotomy i find myself in now oh yeah absolutely well i mean it's 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 you know it's hard not to not to have a a, a, a distrust uh you know for for those and, and and for all of us i you know I'm, I'm sure that there's a part of you that just you know feels and and i i remember when 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 we pulled out of afghanistan and, and they botched uh you know, Iraq, uh, and, you know, th- those were both, you know, boxed affairs, but that was the first time, you know, that I felt like I had some type of understanding of what my uncle Tony felt like after Vietnam. Mm. That was the first time that I I felt, you know, cause there was always this sense of pride and it was just, yeah, look, you know, and then, and then all of a sudden it was like, man, what the fuck, you know, it was just, just kind of, it was just, breathtakingly mind-boggling this is the best way i can put it yeah you know yeah and it was just an, epif- an epiphany moment and and i was like man i was like and they you know and, and, and in, in a lot of ways they had it a lot worse than us and and so it's just like and, and just to see it almost almost repeat itself but almost in a worse way and in a, in a larger scale global way um economically just it's just a, just a, just a nightmare so you know i agree with you 100 percent. it's very important that we instill you know, these traits of, of, of combat and, and, and uh, you know, heroism and, and, and training in, in this next generation. But, you know, you also don't want to um, advise them to go and, and sign up and work for people who literally don't care about them in any way, shape, or form. Sure, yeah. And if you're wondering if uh, anybody at the Department of Defense or political class in America cares about you, uh, you haven't been paying attention <laughs> because they don't give a fuck about you. I mean, when... Uh, <laughs> 
when the Republican Party sent the Congressional Budget Office uh, a tasking to find ways to so so the deal that's been made is that um, in order to raise the debt limit, there's going to be significant cuts in the U.S. federal budget. Okay, that's fine, makes sense. Uh, but one of the one of the requests, I guess, if you want to call it that, from the Congressional Budget Office was to start a means test for uh, VA disability, right? So we signed a contract. This is this is all too common. We signed a contract, and it says you get fucked up, we'll take care of you. But if you make too much money, you can go fuck yourself, right? I mean, that's uh, yeah. If there's any doubt left in your mind about whether or not these people care about you, uh, you again have not been paying attention. But the other part of that is that <clears throat> there's a lot of people that do care. It's just the regular folks that live in this country. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, we're the people that you know. It's uh you know we're the ones that are that are that are that, that do the fighting that do the building that do the infrastructure that do the growing that do the you know to do all the things necessary to keep this impossible thing running seemingly impossible thing running and we break our backs and they just continue to make it more and more difficult to to even provide for yourself let alone get ahead for the average person mm -hmm. and yeah. for vets i mean that's just nonsense i mean you know it's it's almost like you're 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 not given benefits. You're punished because you are successful. Not that you're not wounded, not that you're not, there's not things wrong with you psychologically, emotionally, physically, not that, not that, not that you're not, you didn't go through, you know, trauma and all these things and that you actually deserve to be taken care of, but you're, you're basically, nope, you're, you're, you're successful. So uh, we're not going to give you anything. And I just, that's just absolute horseshit. Kind of par for the course, though. I mean, not not even just with regard to the military. Um, uh, cities do this all the time with uh, union employees, right? So they say, well, you got to take yeah. a pay cut now, but we're going to help you on the back end with your pensions. And then all of a sudden you find out that they've been raiding the pension fund for years and now it's gone. You know what I mean? Um, you can't ever, yeah. you, should you should never, ever trust government. I mean, that's that's pretty much the bottom line there. <laughs> Yeah, what's the one hundred percent? I mean, we were asked. We were on another podcast not too long ago, and the guy goes, "If there's one thing you could, you know, you could make go away and and and, and never happen, what would it be?" And I, I was, it didn't even take me half a second. I was like, "Government." Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, you know. Yeah, and, and to that point, uh, so the purpose of the show, the reason I call it Citizen, is that um, there's a lot of people that feel. Over the last 10 years or so, people have become increasingly political. And now, uh, after having paid attention to the process, people are finding themselves more and more politically homeless. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. one inclination is just to divorce yourself from the process entirely. Uh, and I warn against that because, as, uh, as Plato said, if you refuse to take part in your own governance, you're doomed to be ruled by fools, right? You're going to be ruled by idiots who are who have some kind of agenda. So the premise of the show yep. is that you can you can sit around and whine and bitch about your rights or tune out or whatever and you're going to be a subject of whatever group or person decides to take on that role or you can, you know, take responsibility uh for the things in your life that you need to be doing and in your community especially and you then you then you're a citizen right now now you yeah. you've paid the price just being born somewhere uh it's not enough to me you know what i mean like well it, it's enough yeah. you you shouldn't be abused by anyone just because you were born somewhere and you disagree with what they think but if you want to be <clears throat> if you want to participate in society 
and benefit from society, you should be a benefit to society, right? That's kind of how that yes. works. I think uh, every major philosophy has that idea. It's it's you don't work, you don't eat, basically, right? You um, reap what you sow. Right. I mean, that's 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 it. You get what you, you get. You get what you give. Yeah. So it's that that's the point of the show, and and I've, I've I'm or I'm organizing it around a list of principles that I think are important. Some stuff that's like kind of fundamental that everybody should kind of agree on. Um, and the first one is. I will support and defend liberty against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now you'll recognize part of that because it's the oath of enlistment uh, with a little yes. with a little change to it. Um, tell me what that that means to you. The the whole thing. I will support and defend liberty against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Well, I think that's that's uh, well. It, it touches on quite a few things. It's it's first off, it's 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 part of what what being a servant really is. And it's uh, it's it's one of the most important things that that, that soldiers and Marines and sailors and, and all of us, all first responders, all, all protectors, all people with that instinct to protect have in us. And that it's, um, you know, you have to be, you know, ever vigilant, ever, ever vigilant, paying attention uh, to what's going on and, and, and being prepared. And you have to have that sense of servitude and sacrifice to protect those around you who are unaware of what's going on. And it's just it's and it's and it's it, I, it, to me it's instinctual, and I, I love this place. This is my home. It's just the same. It's the same as if if someone you know I'm gonna I'm gonna you know expend all energy and resources to protect my home and my family and my community. It's the same with the country, and the same with other people. So that's what that you know kind of. I hope I yeah, yeah. touched on that <clears throat> properly. Yeah, and it kind of blends into the second one. The second one is I'll do something every day to help my country, my countrymen, or all men. That's that's uh, to me that's my favorite one because it's uh, kind of an active thing. It's like uh, a bolo. You're you're being you're on the lookout now for opportunities yeah. to to contribute, right? And I think 100%. it's and you should be. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it, it's it's a one of those exercises that'll change the way you think about things. So, um, you know you get into well you you were raised in southern ohio i was raised in the in the south and uh yes sir no ma'am is kind of you're institutionalized you know what i mean you got you say it to people that aren't there that are i still find myself i'm 42 now uh i meet a new person that's like 25 i'm like yes sir all right cool you know what i mean it's like it, and that was before Absolutely. the military too and now i'm completely fucking institutionalized with this stuff but i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing um when, when you're on the lookout to to be able to do good stuff for people you know, and it's holding the door, picking up fucking trash off the ground. It, pe people, we have these grandiose ideas. Everybody wants to hit a home run on every swing. You know what I mean? But that's not really what life is. Yeah. No, not at all. I mean, some, you know, it, you know, and, and, and doing good things for people is, is it can be as simple as, as, as I mean, your words are so important that the kindnesses that you say to people, the way you encourage them, you can, you can do, you can do good by people all day, every day, if you choose to. Or you can be a you can be a, a, a negative life suck if that's what you want mm -hmm. to do too, you know it's 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 what you choose to do and and you know I, I choose to try to be as encouraging and protective and as nice and as and as and I like to honor my manners I'm I'm a huge believer that you should you should you know you should respect your elders and uh, you should you know I'm just a huge believer in 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 uh, in you know making sure that. Um, you know, you just take care of your, your, the people around you. It's just, it's, it's ingrained in me. Like you said, that's not too much different where I come from in Southern Ohio. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, there's also a bunch of hippie communes down there, oddly enough. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if you grew up on one of those or not, but there's a bunch down there. No, I did not grow up on it, but I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. I think uh, Chappelle lives down there near one of those now. Um, yeah, he lives. So my wife is actually from Dayton, mm. and so Dayton is Dayton is the main city next to Yellow Springs. Mm. It's right, right. Yellow Springs is right by Wright Patterson Air Force Base. So that's that's over. That's over where 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 Davis. It's a, that is a that is a funny place, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. It's like uh, it reminds me of the the hippies from Northern California back in the day. Not the not the ones now that are butthurt about everything but the hippies where i used to oh yeah is is the hippies i used to buy acid from frankly if i'm being honest that's that's, um but yeah you know that's the place where you get your weed yeah but they were they were libertarian before anybody was even talking about it you know what i mean they didn't i don't i don't know if they even knew they were libertarian they were just like hey leave me the fuck alone dude and i think that's a pretty good uh pretty good way to go through life because pretty quickly you realize if you want to be left alone you got to leave other people alone um, but yes, you know, one of the things we've fallen into is, uh, that's not my problem. And, you know, I, I kind of go both ways on that. I understand the, the general concept and I definitely don't want, um, I don't want anybody <clears throat> telling me what to do. Cause I'm just going to tell them to fuck off. Right. Um, and I don't sure. want, I don't, I don't like the impulse that a lot of people have to, uh, uh, when, when they're in a position of power or even as a group of people trying to leverage that into power um, to, to exercise some form of control over other people. I don't like that. that that's, that's, that's very gross to me that anybody would even think that way, you know, but people do. So somebody has got to yeah. stand around and be aware of that happening and tell them to go fuck themselves. So we can't just tune out of politics. You know what I mean? There's gotta be, we have, we have to be involved in some, some manner, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you said, like, you know, if, if you just check out, it's going to it's going to creep. It will become your problem much, much quicker than, than than you anticipate if you just ignore it. Yeah, like, for example, over the past uh, couple of decades, we've kind of ignored school curriculum. That That's, oh. a, that's a good example. And now uh, everything is is bananas. I mean, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's absolutely upside down yeah. and i don't I, I, you're exactly right we ignored it there's a lot of things that we've ignored there's a lot of things i think that we took for granted that we thought just wouldn't happen that were maybe just orwellian perhaps that that we didn't uh it seemed like science fiction and now all of a sudden you're conspiracy theorists if you don't believe in space aliens you know it's it's bonkers and the stuff that they're getting there's stuff that they're they're, they're feeding to our kids in the public edu- the public education system and and beyond that the things that they've taken out the just that it's 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 absurd mm. yeah and it's uh you know there there is some level of incredulity i think that's that's worked against us like you you said it it's like i can't there's no way somebody's going to do that there's no way there's no way yeah. people are going to have are going to bring toddlers to drag shows and have grown men wagging their dicks in front of little girls and having little girls stuff yeah, there's dollar no, bills there's no way this yeah i mean and that's the thing it's 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 well it's 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 almost as i remember the first time i read 1984 i remember how absurd the idea of there being propaganda everywhere at mm-hmm. all times three you know 365 24 7 and that's as as true as anything in the world and this 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 nonsense right here it's it's so upside down 
it's 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 just upside down it's turned upside down so the you know uh and it's interesting because i i did um i observed some uh some first party research in the middle 2010s in, in uh in california about the success or failure of different demographics inside of public education right so um cross tabs were things like gender whether they're male or female uh, race ethnicity nationality whether they were an like a first generation immigrant or they were born here um, social class wealth all these things and the number one predictor of success in school was just parental involvement like regardless of yes. how rich or poor the person was what their race was or any of that bullshit if their parents were involved in their education in some way then they did better on, on not not on average but by a wide margin they did better so it makes sense that you know it makes sense that in the absence of that these kids are going to be dullards and fall for pretty much anything you know what i mean it's they just don't have the mental wherewithal to mount a sophisticated defense against bad ideas no that's then that's why i mean they don't they don't have have the ability to consent you know if they don't have the ability to consent how in the world do they have the ability i mean I, when i was a little kid i wanted to be a dinosaur one day the next day i wanted to be a, a frog you know it's it's just there's there's the, the critical thinking is not there i mean that that whole that whole development of of your frontal cortex doesn't even what they say complete until you're 25 years old right let yeah. alone let alone a child children have to be taught things they, they have to be taught to share their toys they have to be taught manners they have to be you know, you know, it's, it's, I mean, almost everything. That's why, that's why it's so important. And, and the absence of, of the, the parental aspect and education is absolutely absurd. The fact that you would be okay with just sending your child blindly off to let somebody you don't know just fill their head with whatever they want is, is, is just irres like blatantly irresponsible. It's not parenting, it's absentee parenting. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it, there's two points there. One is uh, the one you're leaning into, which is um, maybe we should pay closer attention to the people who are opting in to being around other people's children. That that seems like a, pr a pretty good idea, right? Like if somebody comes if, – yeah. so, if somebody came to your house, uh, a, uh, like a fucking 35-year-old white woman came to your house and knocked on the door, was like, hey, can little Timmy come out and spend eight hours with me today? You would be like, uh, who are you and what the fuck are you talking about? Um, yeah, that seems really fucking weird. Yeah, that's that's pretty bizarre. <laughs> not not that people who go into teaching are intrinsically weird, but if you strip away the institution of public education, that scenario is bizarre, right? And it is something you should pay attention to. The other thing that you you kind of touched on was, you know, some people have the tabula rasa viewpoint of human beings, which is clean slate. Like you you, it's all, it's it's all. Uh, 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 how you raise them and then that'll determine stuff and that's not true i mean no 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 living creatures like that we all have genetic memory we all have instinct right um sure. we all we all have predispositions to one thing or another and whether it's you know it well especially with young men i think it's the important that this is the important one to address because <clears throat> you brought up uh kids need to be taught how to share and be polite and stuff like that but young men have this natural aggression right and it's a it's a very useful tool it's one that you and i use quite a bit throughout our lives to yeah. uh to protect ourselves and protect other people but 
you know, it is as any other trait is, it's just a tool, right? And if you don't teach somebody how to control the tool and you don't teach them how to use it responsibly, then they're going to fucking do it irresponsibly. They're going to join gangs or fucking do mass shootings or fucking be drug dealers or rapists or whatever the fuck else. Right. I mean, it, it, we, we failed an entire generation of kids now. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jordan Peterson touched on that completely perfectly when he said, no, a good man should be dangerous and capable of extreme violence. But, but also, because if you're not, then, then, then you're, then you're just, you're, you're nothing. If you're not choosing to harness it and use it for good, mm. you should be, you know, you should absolutely be. And, and, and there's nothing more dangerous than, 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 uh, a, a, a emotionally out of control, uneducated, dangerous, violent person. That's why we have such, you know, uh, such terrible crime rates. That's why we have, you know, women are getting raped. I mean, it's just, it's just, that's, that's, just, it's barbaric almost. It's a reversion of society. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Um, maybe it started with the whole like our generation with the latchkey thing, where we were just kind of at home, and we. I guess we had the good fortune um, of when we were at home by ourselves for a lot of the time, especially during the summer. Um, the the norm was to go out and play with your friends and shit, go outside. And even if you did yeah. stay inside, there was only three television stations and nothing particularly fucked up on them. Uh, so. And you get really, and you get really bored. You oh know yeah. What I mean, you just, yeah. like you wanted to go outside, and that's and that's what we did. And you just as long as you came home before the streetlights came on. Yeah, yeah. Now, but now it's like you know everybody's got a tablet or a phone, and oh, they have access to pretty much everything at all times. And I don't think it's doing any good for anybody, frankly. I mean, that, that no, not at all. Experiencing that boredom as a young child and then having to go figure out how to satiate your boredom, I think is a really good exercise, right? Because you find out what you like instead. What we have now is, is constantly captured attention to these young kids. And it's not the, it's, it's the attention uh, is being given to whatever is in, in vogue right now, whatever's trendy right now. So I'm going to play fucking Roblox or Fortnite or some shit or watch YouTube videos, but it's never unique. You don't see kids like, getting really into the violin at 10 years old, for example, like you did instead. Yeah. What happens is they're all fucking droning on in the same stupid bullshit on the internet. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's just, it's nonsense. Well, that's one of the things that we're, you know, I'm trying to do is that's why I work extensively in trying to outfit schools where, where the, the government has taken, you know, their, their music programs, things like that with instruments and, and show the kids like how to do those things because, you know, I think that's what shaped us and made us the, the critical thinkers that we are. And, and they don't have any reason to critically think because they're born with an electronic pacifier in their hand that just it just feeds them. And, and, and it's constant. It's constant. It's 24-7, 365. You can be plugged in to whatever nonsense or crap on the Internet you want to watch. And so and, and, and it's just it's it's completely uh, it's bonkers to me, man. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about the uh, tell me about the outreach with the kids. What, what's what exactly you got going on there? So I have my own violin line in uh, in Sweetwater, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, the largest music retailer, one of the largest music retailers in the world, out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. And uh, and when they when they picked up my violin line, I was given the opportunity to go up and speak to the corporate office, to speak to everyone, all the sales team. And one of the first things I said was, I said, you know, what I really would like to do is identify school districts all across the United States of America that are that are either 
underprivileged or and or the the this the, the government is straight stripped there they they're through through budgets or through levies or whatever they just don't have any programs and they didn't even bat an eye and so uh, it's one of the things that we're implementing with the war hippies is going around and and if a school doesn't have an orchestra giving and giving them an orchestra and then also providing them with with tools so that they're when they're on their phone maybe they're going to get on and they're going to go watch some violin lessons because now they have an opportunity to do something and get and get involved in something that might be creative and help the development of their of their you know their young minds and and you never know if 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 i wouldn't have picked up the violin i would not be here in my life i definitely would have not gone to college i wouldn't have met my wife i would not have the career i have i would i would my path would have been completely different and I'm so thankful for that. So to be able to provide that opportunity is incredibly important to me. That's one of the, that's one of the, you know, the giving back things that, you know, and, and, and being a good steward of my talents and my time and, and the, the, the opportunities that I've been given and paying that forward to other people. And it's, and, and it's, it's, you know, it's, if it, if it changes one kid's life, you know, then we've done something good. This episode of Citizens is brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Join the Black Rifle Coffee Club and get fresh roasted freedom delivered straight to your door. Black Rifle Coffee Company is veteran-operated and supports America's military, law enforcement, and first responders. Get premium coffee delivered every month. Choose your favorite roast, rounds, and delivery schedule anytime you like. Members also get free shipping and access to exclusive partner discounts. The best value you're going to get from Black Rifle Coffee is the coffee club. As again, you can choose the roast, whether you're like light, dark, or medium. You can choose the texture. You can choose whether you want uh, ground coffee, whether you want to grind it yourself and get whole bean, or if you use a Keurig and you want the coffee rounds and the delivery schedule with a wider uh, array of options for that. Get 20% off your first order with the code CITIZEN. So go to blackriflecoffee.com, sign up for the coffee club, use the code CITIZEN, and get 20% off your first order. This episode of CITIZEN is also brought to you by Ghostbed dot com forward slash drinking bros right now ghostbed is offering 40 percent off ghostbed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base for everything else 30 percent off if you use the code drinking bros at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros if you get the uh 40 off deal if you use the 40 off bundle deal you're going to get uh, a mattress and all your stuff your base your sheets your pillows all this stuff for about 30 to 35 bucks a month They've got a zero down, zero percent financing plan for up to 60 months, six zero months. That's five years, uh, about the lifespan of the average bed. So it works out great for you, works out great for uh, the company. So go check it out. Go to ghostbed.com for slash drinker bros. Whether you're in the market for a bed, uh, an adjustable base, whether you just need sheets or pillows or any of that stuff, they got the best. The mattress protector, the weighted blanket. They have everything you need there. 30% off everything. Use the code Drinking Bros at ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Or if you need that adjustable base as well and the mattress, get the bundle and everything else you add onto that deal is 40% off. You know, and that's the way I look at it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, both Hans Zimmer and John Williams are on tour right now, right? Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's like, so John Williams does all of the Star Wars music and all that shit. And then Hans Zimmer, obviously, he does everything from shit he's been at he's been at it for what 40 years now so he's got a pretty broad catalog but it's like from black hawk down from inception all these movies that he's done over the years oh dude it's, it's, it's incredible yeah it's incredible all the batman all the batman begins movies yeah. like it's just incredible yeah he's <laughs> and, I, then, and, then, and then you've got john williams which is just the probably the most iconic theme theme maker in in movie history 
<laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I, I really he's like amazing. that stuff. Uh, orchestra stuff is pretty interesting to me. But um, back to the point. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good to do things like that because the first thing the arts are always the first thing to get cut. You know, whenever there's budget cuts like that, and um, athletics or art, it's one of the two, if not both, depending on if it's a money maker for the institution for the school. Um, but yeah, we're 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 losing all these things, all these uh, these challenges, I guess, that you run into early in life. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I'm bored. That's a challenge. How? What am I going to do with that? Or I need to. Uh, I, I want to. I, I need to do something extracurricular. I have to because of school. What am I going to do? Because right now it's just like we're just going to sit in a room and talk about how we should cut our dicks off or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they're doing now, but you don't see the same yeah. level of stuff like when we were kids. It's like you got to go volunteer somewhere, or you got to go learn a skill. You got to go play baseball or fucking football or something. You got to get out of here. You got to get out of the house. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, Go build a fort. I don't yeah. care what you do. Just do something. Yeah, and I think it's a really important process. Um, and you know, I don't. I don't know uh, how you replace that in the modern world. Everybody's busy. You know what I mean. They're using that as an excuse to not do these things. But um, I got. I'm. I'm not personally a parent, but I can't imagine myself just handing my kid a fucking iPad and saying, you know, good luck. Um, yeah. Because. <laughs> I'm just such a disagreeable person already. If I had a kid like that, I would be like, you're an asshole. Get out of here, you know? Um, <laughs> but Just take it from and run it over with the lawnmower? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I actually probably would do that, yeah. Um, but, you know, we're, we're just, you know, uh, fell that you were right. You're right about that. We definitely fell asleep at the wheel in that particular thing. And it's uh, – we're, we're dealing with the consequences of that now. And, you know, these – Teen suicide is up. Uh, these uh, mass shootings keep happening, um, and and it's not just one group or another group doing it. Like it's uh, inner city folks, black people are joining gangs and doing that shit. Fucking incel white kids are shooting up fucking malls and schools and shit. Uh, uh, mentally ill we trans just had, people we just are doing. Had one. Yeah. We just had one in Nashville. It's unbelievable. And, and, you know, and they're just there. And, and, and just like everything else, you know, they're, they're using it as a political agenda. Um, you know, one side's using it to try to take guns, you know, but the, the, the biggest thing about it is, is it's just, it's just such a disservice to all of the people and all of the mental health disorders that are being caused. I think, you know, when, when, when you we're just confusing kids and enabling them to go down these rabbit holes of confusion, as opposed to, as opposed to, and, and, and also like this, this medicating people far too young with these, these highly, highly damaging, you know, psychological drugs and antidepressants and, and ADHD medication. And then by the time you're, by the time you're an adult, you don't know what the hell's up from down and you struggle with, you know, all these different things. And, uh, you know, with, with, with the kids, it's, 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 it just breaks my heart. It absolutely breaks my heart because, all the signs are there and they're crying out and all this in all in all of the tools we have all of the tools we have there there are there are people around there you know uh, and 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 it's like we it, and it all comes back to this just lack of this lack of parenting this lack of of leadership in the home lack of responsibility in the schools like you said there should be uh we should there's definitely should be higher standards for who's educating our children and then 
uh, and they're just they're just absolute they're crying out for help these every time i see something like this that just looks like a like a cry for help from just an absolutely tormented young soul and it breaks my heart to to see those things happen and like you said and it's if you can't you can't and, and if it's if it's if it's not evident to you now that it's that it's not just because of one class of people or one race of people it's systemically across all it's all the way across the board and it's because these 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 young children are confused and mentally unhealthy and we're we just we just have have just put band-aids upon band-aids upon band-aids on problems that are fundamentally just just not have not been addressed mm, yeah that's uh what's particularly troubling to me about the whole situation is that we kind of know all this stuff and what's troubling to me is how we're handling it so a lot of people are just ignoring it um, a lot of people are choosing to not have kids because they don't want the responsibilities like dude what do you think your life is going to be if you remove all the responsibility from your life what do you think it's going to be here's what we know people that um grow up extremely wealthy right who never have any real stress or responsibility uh they are cunts most of the time almost all yeah. i mean it's it's it finding a trust fund kid that isn't a total piece of shit is very rare frankly and it's <laughs> you know uh uh they're they're to blame it's a world you can read a book and figure out that you're a piece of shit and change yourself but we're treating them we're treating the 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 broader youth community right now, the same way that a trust fund kid gets treated throughout their life, which is to say no responsibility, no consequences, no challenges or any of that stuff. And we wonder why we're producing the kind of kids we are. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, when, you know, when we were growing up, just everything wasn't readily, readily available to you. There was, you know, you, you, you had to wait on things. Patience was ingrained in you. And also we weren't, we weren't given everything uh, and I know just growing up in the middle class, it just wasn't, you know, I didn't, you know, just because I wanted Nike shoes, I didn't get them just because I want, you know, and, and these these devices and things didn't exist. And, and uh, it's like you said, we've, we basically have almost created we've all, almost our middle class is almost full of trust fund babies. It's very bizarre. Um, people with people with seemingly no uh, compassion or empathy. Um, uh, it's it's the, the, the disconnect from from. The social disorders are 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 in, insane, and we used to only see that in, in 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 certain you know types of people, but now it's just it's so widespread, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, and look, <clears throat> I wasn't a big fan of my dad because he was uh, a little heavy-handed, and I don't mean in the and and he was he was abusive, but yeah, um, sure. I I think people people look back on their childhoods. Now people that are in our age group look back on their childhoods and like, Oh, you know, some of that stuff kind of sucked. And yeah, for, for some reason we decided to say, uh, well, we're going to make it suck less for our kids. And I like, I, I understand the, com uh, the compulsion to, to make a better life for your kids, but we've gotten yeah. really confused about what it means to make a better life for somebody. You know what I mean? And I think, they still have to have discipline. Yeah. They still have to be disciplined. They still have to, you know, you don't just get everything you want just because you want it. But that's the whole thing is it's, it's, it's just the, it's just, you know, you're, it's, you know, my, my, you know, our grandpa's, you know, your, our great grandpa's generation is going to have, you know, uh, you know, is going to have, is not going to have a car. And then, you know, your grandpa's going to have a car. Your, you know, his son is going to have, you know, three cars. His son is going to have, you know, is going to have two Lamborghinis mm -hmm. and then his, and then his kids aren't going to have shit. 
you know, because it's going to come. It's like that, you know, it's like what is a good man create uh, hard times, create uh, hard good men. men, good men, hard men. Yeah, it's just, you know, the cycle. And so and, and I think we're in the we're in the the, the, the downward spin of that cycle because we have, uh, like you said, there's a difference between coddling and 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 making things uh, bearable and comfortable. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, at some point you got to take the fucking training wheels off, right? I mean, every every person that's learned how to ride a bike knows that, and we at some point in our in Western culture we we've decided that taking the training wheels off is um, is cruel, right? That's cruel to do that to take away somebody's safety net. Well, no, that's how you fucking learn to do things. Um, yeah, and I really, aside from just all the psychological and social issues these kids have. I'm really concerned about institutional knowledge being passed forward. Like uh, we, we talked about combat, but just medical knowledge that is irrespective of all the po- politics that are going on, for example, or engineer, yes. engineering and things like this stuff that's hard to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Trade, like are, are, trade skills. Yeah. Are, like, we, are we not going to be able to do hard things in, in 15 or 20 years? Is that because that, that sucks because our retirement's going to fucking suck. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, it's, 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 are we going to have, is, is this generation going to, going to, going to, going to pick up the, you know, uh, going to pick it up and go to work. And, and that's, that's what, 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 that's an unknown right now, honestly, it's an unknown because they're, they're, you know, nobody, I, it's, it's, you know, as, as, as a, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, I mean, finding people to work is very difficult and and uh the there's there's a sense of entitlement and so it's you know when i was when i was a kid it was you know we were i was working by the time i was 15 years old 14 years old and you know i could i could weld by the time i was 16 i could you know i could, was building i built all the neighbors decks by the time we were you know you know 16 or 17 and and uh you know and and, and have just have just you know continued to, to learn all those things but it's are we I have a buddy who owns a heating and air company and he's like, man, they just got to go to school and I'll start them out at six figures, but I can't get anybody that wants to do it. Everybody wants to go take a, a $40,000 job where they get to wear, you know, they get to take their laptop to Starbucks, <laughs> you know, but they don't, what they won't, they won't, I can't get anybody to help me with heating and air HVAC because they feel like it's below them mm-hmm. and it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's funny because uh, one of the most common jobs in America is truck driver. And they're having problems now. There's six million, well, give or take. We need about six million truck drivers at any given time to do business yeah. in America. We've got about three, three and a half million at any given time, and that is not. Look, it's it's a job that's suited to a, a certain kind of person, I guess. Uh, uh, if you like being alone, if you enjoy driving on the road, and especially these days with the ability to communicate hands free or listen to fucking podcasts or or whatever you, whatever you want to do right it's it's not yeah. like it's not like truck driving in the 70s i'll say that but we still have a and it's a very well-paying job i, I think truck driver yep. has the highest median salary of any job that doesn't require a college degree i, I believe that is the case and um, okay that to me is is fucking crazy because it's not like it's super it's not like it's super physically demanding. You know what I mean? You got to take care of yourself sitting around for that amount of time. You got to do some extra stuff to take care of your body and stuff. Uh, and then sometimes you're going to be loading and offloading and stuff. But um, for the most part, it, it's not terribly physically demanding. It's not something that is uh, skill prohibitive. You know what I mean? You don't have to be able to 
you don't you don't need a fucking 40 inch vertical leap to be able to do this job or anything like that sure and it pays really well and we still can't get people to do it you know what i mean so i'm i'm very concerned about yeah. stuff like that yeah i mean it's 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 it, yeah absolutely and it's 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 across the board i mean nobody you know who's gonna who's gonna fix the infrastructure you know we need i mean there's this this country has almost a, a it's 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 insane the infrastructure if you actually open your eyes and pay attention to from the electrical grids to the roadways to the sewer systems to to to, to everything it's 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 incredible what what you know has been built before us it's incredible what they did i mean in in in, in the cities the structures and everything but it all must be maintained and people must maintain it and it's it's seemingly less and less uh that people want to do it i mean i i didn't choose to be a musician i didn't i didn't choose to to have this talent i was born with it and i and i love to do it and, and, I'm, and i'm and i'm very blessed to have the opportunity but i don't do it for in, in any way shape or form for 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 fame or notoriety it's in no way shape or form it just happens to be a skill that i have that i do but i also do a lot of other things in in, in my life and and but but what I'm seeing is that is that you know it's like the number one thing that when you ask it you ask the, the what American youth what they want to be and it's like the number one answer is uh, like a YouTube influencer yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's they just it's like a uh, Simon Cow said it on American Idol like 15 or 20 years ago. He said there's a fame epidemic in this country and it's going to come back to haunt you. You know, and so it's in when you when you when you believe that that you know. Uh, being Jake Paul is 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 more important than being uh, um, you know, more important than the guy who uh, um, you know, paves the roads. We have a problem. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, to that point, I think the the last data I've I've seen is um, somewhere between sixty and sixty five percent of the bridges in America are in some state of disrepair. Now, this is bridges that cars drive over, and if the bridge collapsed, Absolutely. that's not that's not a good day for anybody, right? Um, and that's no, that, that seems like the 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 very baseline thing you would take care of right you know what i mean like if you're if you're uh, uh yeah. if your front door just fell off of your house you're not gonna be like oh fuck that sucks man and just walk in and go to sleep no you're gonna fix your fucking door <laughs> right it seems crazy to me the way we the way we live <laughs> yeah I, it's well and and, and it's insane <laughs> I, well, and I think if you go, it's like we were talking about it. If 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 you know, it's like they they grow up with the with with no seemingly no understanding of of how the infrastructure actually works, and that and and I, I really do. I meet a lot of a lot of young people, that, and they think shit just fixes itself, you know. And or or well, like, you know why? They don't, though, they don't right? have any. You know understanding. why? Because mom and dad fixed everything for them and didn't make them fix their own shit. That's the only way you arrive at a. At Every, a if you if you're an adult human being and you believe that things just fix them, fix themselves, there's only one way you got there, and that's by having adults in your life tell you that that's how things work, whether they said it out loud or they behaved in that way, right? It's one of those two things. Yeah, exactly. It's like no, you got to take your you got to take your clothes over to the to the. It's like it's like when you first go to college, you meet that kid in the dorm who doesn't know how to scramble eggs. Like, how are you alive? Yeah, you know, or doesn't know how to do laundry because they've never done it before. <laughs> what go to the come over here i'm gonna teach you something real quick but and 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 that was see that was an uncommon thing i believe you know and and when i when i first went to school you know i think that was 
uncommon back then, but I think now it's 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 uncommon to be the kid who knows how to do that stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure there's some some level of this and it is uh some level of this is due to just having all the information in the world readily accessible all the time and not taking the time to develop skills to memory. You know what I mean? I think that's, it's not all on the parents. I think part of it is the internet just having access to that shit all the time because we have, Oh yeah, absolutely. We don't know anything anymore. We just look it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, it's what the, what's the, it's that say, saying that the, you know, Google ruined the, the bar, the bar conversation. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> you know, you used to be able to, you know, if somebody would that if if you had enough, you know, it, it ruined the con man, I guess. Mm. <laughs> With the that's just a joke, but the uh, um, you know, no, and you're right, it's not it's not all on the parents. It is totally on the on the fact that if you know everything is readily available at your at your fingertips, and you can literally just Google it, and and there's and you don't need you don't need to know the information beyond that point. You just need to know it long enough to respond mm. to get whatever to get whatever that is to go away and then and then you just move on to the next thing and if you apply that same logic to any other facet of your life let's say we've gone through these stages in human history where we had to farm our food and go out and collect it on a on a some kind of regular basis and then it was available at the store and then we could just order it to our home if you take that to its logical conclusion uh just have someone pour the food right into your fucking mouth right then you're going to be a fat dumb piece of shit and that's what we've done to our brains. That's exactly what we've done to our brains. We've taken out all the effort in how to learn information, how to learn skills, even in the social sphere, how to fucking interact with each other. We've, uh, uh, when, when, we, when, we removed, when we removed offensiveness from things, then <clears throat> people just started to believe that it was violent to offend somebody. That is dumb as shit. You know what I mean? And yeah, it, that's but, not violence. That's but, not even. That's not violence. Yeah, but the result is the same. It's like the result is as if you were just sitting in a fucking, uh, uh, lying in a bed in an iron lung, having somebody f- feed you, and you're perfectly healthy, but somebody feeds you, you're gonna die. You're gonna get diabetes. You're yeah. gonna fucking die like that. It's stupid, but that's what we're doing to our brains. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. We're not challenging them. Not acting. I, you, I, you touched on that. You know, the 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 offending people, and 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 it's created this. Uh, like a like a like a worldwide safe space or you know this 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 bizarre culture amongst people that's like you said it's it's when you start thinking that it's violent to offend a person or to uh to challenge or question a person on any front i mean like you said that's stupid because and that that means obviously that you have no idea what violence actually is in any way shape or form and you're just you're just being led to the slaughter, and that's what that's what is 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 it's alarming, to say the least. And so, uh, but I mean, you know, what what are the you know the thing is, I think we've we've identified all of these things, and I, I think that we're we're getting to a point where our generation is going, okay, we're going to have to come up with some solutions to this stuff, because we if this goes on like this, we're doomed. Yeah, and I'm and, I'm, I'm not and, you know I don't think. Okay, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. It, it's got to be a multifaceted approach. People ask me a lot, and we're not really on this subject right now, but people ask me how I would deal with the uh, the school shooting stuff um, because people have a lot of different opinions about it. Um, but, you know, just to for clarity's sake, about there have been 175 school shooting deaths since Columbine, so that's 
24 years, basically. It's about 7.3 per year. And at any given year, there's 77 million kids enrolled in schools. So we're talking about a very small minority here that we're dealing with. And that's always going to be the case when you're dealing with large data sets and crime. It's always going to be small groups of people causing trouble, right? But that doesn't mean it's not being caused. So how do you deal with something like that? Well, we don't want to upend our entire system just to deal with a couple of assholes, you know what I mean? But we do want to protect our kids. So you got to harden the site. You got to put better access control points, maybe have security and stuff like that. But that doesn't solve the problem with America's soul. You know what I mean? Like the, they're still, like, as you pointed out no. before, there are these kids out there that are suffering. And that doesn't remove the the responsibility for their own actions in any way. So, I mean, and I'm, yeah, every time one of those assholes gets smoked, I applaud because fuck them. But, you know, at some point we we do have to take a more active approach to preventing that. I mean, what, every time this shit happens, we start talking about gun laws and shit, but nobody says, well, what, how, how could we have stopped the kid over the last, instead of thinking about, well, they bought a gun two weeks ago and then they showed up somewhere and shot somebody. What about the previous three years before that? You know what I mean? What was happening yeah. in, in that person's life that we could have uh, interdicted, I guess. Um, we never really think about that. Yeah, and when that's and that that is the issue. That's the that's the thing. That's the let's let's talk about the core issue. Let's talk about let's not let's not talk about you know whatever your political agenda is or whatever our government is trying to use to take away our our Second Amendment rights. Let's let's stay away from that. Let's talk about the core issue. Like over the last, like you said, over the last three years, who was paying attention to this child? Mm. Who who was who was not who was you know my my parents would have known something was wrong. Well, and, the, the, and, these and, this this uh, woman from yesterday or from this week, her her parents did know something. First of all, she was twenty eight years old, but yeah, her, her, she was a woman. Her her parents was her, her parents knew. They said uh, when they were interviewed, they said they asked her what was in the bag when she was on the way out of the house, and she told them to fuck off basically and and left. It's like if you even thought yeah. if you even thought to ask that question, you know what I mean? You knew something was wrong. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, but, but, you know, and, and, and that's, that's, a, that's a very difficult thing because, you know, that's a, that's a scenario that, you know, uh, I wasn't involved in and, and, uh, but it's like, and that, that was, and yesterday was different because yesterday was, yesterday was a fully grown person going mm. in and murdering children. That was an act of, that was an act of domestic terrorism. All of it is an act of domestic terrorism. That was, that was something on a different level. That was, that was, that was, that was a, an adult with a mental health crisis and had a mental health breakdown that decided to run into a school and murder innocent people. Uh, and, 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 you know, and, and so if it's gotten, if it's gotten to the point where, where, you know, it, and I think it, it all stems down to the fact that, that everybody's given everything they, they want at all times. And no one is, no one is, 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 is being taught or given the opportunity to face any of their struggles or creatively problem solve. They're not prepared to actually deal with real life situations when they happen to them uh, because because they never had to deal with life growing up and i think that that was just that right what what happened yesterday is a symptom of what's going on yeah and it's and, a, and the, it, it is a it is a symptom and it's uh you know the same symptom being experienced by inner city kids getting involved in gangs by fucking middle easterners joining isis it's no it's all yep. the same symptom of the same disease um yep 
Uh, before we get out of here, I, there's one last principle that I ask uh, a, a lot of people about because I, I think it's, I just think it's interesting to see how people frame their response to this. But uh, it's the, the the last one. It says, "I will live a life worth dying for." What does that mean to you? Well, it's it's uh, it's, it's everything. It's uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a very deep question. So. To live a life worth dying for is, in my opinion, to get up every day to be thankful, to be so self-aware, and to be so and to, and to be so servant-hearted. I mean, it's 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 to sacrifice. It's to know that it's to know that when the tough things happen, when I saw the burning building, I ran into it. When when I when I when I told my wife I was going to marry her, I I I I held up my sense of responsibility, my duty, my honor. All these different things, but also that I that 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 I've left an impact on the people around me in a positive way and helped to change people's lives, whether it was in, in any capacity. So that so that so that when I so when I move on from this place, it's uh, it's 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 an it's an okay thing, you know. And the people behind me are 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 prepared for the fact that I'm gone. So it was worth dying for. So all of the all of the influence and all of the things that I've left behind, and the infrastructure that I built, and the, and the people that I've influenced, are prepared and can handle the fact that I died. My life was worth my life was worth living, and, and it was and I and, and people people I, I was worth loving, and I loved. And then and and that when I that when I go, every everybody's you know, it it can go on. I guess if that if that makes sense. Uh yeah I mean, yeah. You're, you're building something that other people can use into the future. Not maybe it's a house. Maybe it's, it's, you know, good kids who knows, right? Like it's it, yeah. it, keeping, keeping society together as we've seen recently is, is not the easiest thing in the world. And when uh, enough people opt out of their responsibility, then we end up in a situation as we are in currently. And it fucking sucks to be honest. Um, yeah. Tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find War Hippies if they want to check out your music. Uh, you can find me War Hippies. You can go to warhippies.com. Uh, you can go all the all the Instagram at War Hippies. You can go to War Hippies uh, on Facebook, all that type of stuff. You can check our tour schedule out. Uh, all of our music, our merch, all that stuff is is all available. And uh, you know, if you do uh, come and see us, come say hi because uh, Scott and I always love to to say hi to people when when they come out and see us. And you guys are on tour right now. Yep, we're on tour. We're leaving uh, for Louisville today, and then we're heading to Ohio and Pennsylvania for two shows with Travis Tripp. Sweet. Sounds good. Well, look, man, thanks for coming today. It's been a good conversation. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate it. It's, uh, uh, a lot of good points made. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Uh, if Are you guys playing in Texas anytime soon? Uh, we just were in. We were just in Montgomery. Hmm. Uh, we're, you're over in uh, in Austin? Yeah. Okay, um, I'll, I'll I'll look at the schedule and see when we get down that way. But we get down there quite often because Scott lived down in the Woodlands, that mm, Woodlands okay, area. Yeah. Cool. Let me know, and you yeah, guys, and I, uh, you guys all go on the uh, the interwebs, check out War Hippies, good music, um, good people. Appreciate you coming today. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, appreciate you all for listening. Uh, this has been Citizen.